Dear Enchanted One, welcome to Enchanting Conversations, a podcast by Georgie, a creatrix of the arts and modern day enchantress, where I'm on a mission to help you to discover a world of enchantment where you can experience a life more awe, reverence and wonder than you can possibly imagine. Brimming with mythology, inspiration, stories, dreams, the arts and seasonal enchantments, these weekly conversations are for wondrous souls who seek an illuminating portal for enchanted living so that you can embody the art of enchantment in your everyday life. Dear Enchanted Ones, welcome back to Enchanting Conversations, a moment for you to delve into magical and whimsical realms that can inspire and comfort your heart and soul. Today, I have a very special topic to explore, and that is a celebration of the 100th anniversary of the beloved Flower Fairies. So if you're not sure what the Flower Fairies are, they are the creation of Cicely Mary Barker, who was born in 1895 in Croydon in England and passed away in 1973. From an early age, Barker demonstrated a keen interest in art and nature and began her artistic journey by attending the Croydon School of Art where she honed her skills and developed a deep appreciation for the natural world. Her love for flowers and plants combined with her talent for illustration and writing laid the foundation for the creation of the flower fairies as we love and know it today. Since then, it's now been a hundred years since Cicely Mary Barker's creations have graced our dreams, creating a world where magic gleams in her well-loved The Flower Fairies, a collection of illustrations and prose that are timeless and bright and rich in their delicate beauty. That, of course, as well, are a constant source of solace and peace and respite from the world. No matter how old you are, the Flower Fairy's timeless charm continues to captivate everyone, reminding us of the beauty in nature's embrace and the power of imagination. And to mark the 100-year anniversary of her first book, in Port Sunlight in the Wirral, my hometown near Liverpool, the Lady Lever Art Gallery is home to a truly magical exhibition where you can immerse yourself in the enchanting world of illustrations from the Flower Fairies books. So the exhibition features around 45 original illustrations and then you have digital projections and costumes inspired by the fairies that have been designed by Vin Burnham. So, if you do happen to be visiting the northwest of England in 2023, I so highly recommend that you visit. The exhibition ends in November of 2023, and I'll pop a link in the show notes so that you can access more details. I went in May this year, during the time I was there for Eurovision with my beloveds, and I promise, even though it's a small exhibition, it will without a doubt transport you to mystical and magical feelings of enchantment. I came out brimming with joy and it sparks so many creative projects I want to bring to the world. And of course, it also really helped me to deepen my enchanted mission here. 
But of course, I know not many of you might be able to make this exhibition because I have a wide audience from all over the world. So it's my aim today to bring you a little bit of this wonderment today. So in this conversation, we are going to celebrate the remarkable journey of the flower fairies by exploring their enduring enchantment and discussing why they have captured the hearts of generations for 100 years. We'll then end with how we can continue to be inspired by the flower fairies today. And as well as that, I have a very special opportunity for you to be in possession of each of the seasonal flower fairy books. So if you want to find out how you can win that, then please stay with me to the end and all will be revealed. So as we begin our honouring of the flower fairies, it's interesting to note that for centuries, the realm of folklore and mythology has always captivated human imagination by bringing to life fantastical beings that dwell in the natural world. And among these mythical creatures, the flower fairies have always held a special place, enchanting both children and adults alike with their delicate beauty and ethereal presence. In fact, the concept of flower fairies themselves can be traced back to ancient mythologies and folklore from various cultures across the world. So in Greek mythology, nymphs were nature spirits that were associated with flowers and plants, embodying the essence of their respective flora. And then in North mythology, the Valkyries were often depicted as beautiful maidens bearing flowers. And then in Celtic folklore, there were tales of the side who were supernatural beings who dwelled in the otherworld and had a deep connection with nature. However, of course, it was the vision and the creativity of British author and artist Cicely Mary Barker, as we discussed at the beginning, that really popularised the concept of flower fairies in the early 20th century. And Barker's illustrated book, starting with Flower Fairies of the Spring in 1923, introduced a new generation to the enchanting world of these tiny winged beings. Her intricate illustrations depicted fairies intimately interacting with flowers, portraying them as guardians and custodians of the plant kingdom. And with his first book, Flower Fairies of the Spring, it marked the beginning of a series that would captivate generations to come. I think what makes the flower fairies so enchanting is their attention to detail and the meticulous study of each flower. Barker's illustrations showcase the delicate wings, the flowing dresses and the mischievous little smiles of the fairies, evoking a sense of wonder and joy. And then the accompanying poems further enhance the magical experience painting a vivid picture of each fairy's connection to their corresponding flower. Barker's work struck a chord with readers, particularly with children, as it celebrated the intricate beauty and wonder of nature. Flower fairies became a metaphor for the fragile balance between humanity and the natural world, reminding us of the importance of cherishing and preserving our environment. 
And through her art, Barker sought to awaken a sense of wonder and reverence for nature, encouraging readers to explore their own surroundings and appreciate the magic hidden in everyday flora. So the enduring appeal of flower fairies, I think, lies in their ability to evoke this childlike wonder and imagination. And truly, we need this more than ever. But more than that, they represent a bridge between the realms of fantasy and reality, encouraging us to see the world through a lens of beauty and awe. I think as well, flower fairies also invite us to slow down, to observe nature's intricate details, and to discover the hidden magic in the smallest of things. But beyond their aesthetic appeal, flower fairies also symbolise the interconnectedness of all living beings. They remind us that every flower, plant and creature has its own unique role and significance in the grand tapestry of life. By personifying nature in the form of fairies, these beings become almost ambassadors of environmental consciousness, encouraging us to respect and protect our natural surroundings. I remember when I was a little girl and I went to Ireland for holidays, and when I was in the fairy woodlands, I took all the signs around me saying, fairies live here and fairies say take care so seriously and with such reverence that has absolutely stuck by me and I think it's this passion for loving nature and the animals so intensely that always reminds me of the flower fairies themselves. So I think another reason for the flower fairies and them enduring this popularity for a hundred years is due to their timeless appeal and their universal themes. They transcend generations and captivate adults and children alike because they have this nostalgia and cherished memories that they evoke. And many readers who grew up with the flower fairies then pass on their love for these magical beings to their young generations. And to me, that's why they are just as loved as ever. And finally, of course, in, you know, commenting on their enduring legacy, the flower fairies continue to leave this indelible mark on popular culture. Their imagery has been incorporated into so many forms of media, many more books, into many more illustrations, into films and merchandise. And this enchanting allure of the flower fairies has also inspired countless artistic interpretations, further fueling the imagination and the fascination we have with these magical beings. And you know, one really fun example is just this week I spotted an advertisement for a special 50p that marks the flower fairies, and this can be collected here in the UK, and this is something that I want to collect as well, so it just shows that it's just, they are so timeless and people still want to collect things, anything associated with them. So it's clear that the flower fairies continue to inspire and enchant us today. So I thought now I would use their legacy and pour it into a range of activities that can allow us to immerse ourselves into their magical world. So here are a few ways that we can be inspired by the flower fairies today. So number one is to create a fairy garden. So 
this is a beautiful way to embrace your inner child and work with this in the summer months. And you can do this by designing just a little miniature garden inspired by the flower fairies. You can use your flowers, the plants you have, and then you can find all sorts of little tiny decorations to bring their world to life. So I actually do have a little fairy garden that's by my fairy Wendy house, and I keep meaning to do a blog post about this, and I will, but you can even collect signs that say, you know, fairy stop here, you can buy in garden centers little fairy ornaments and statues, so this is something really, really fun to play around with, and that you can enjoy in these beautiful sunny mums. The next thing I think is really fun to do is to explore botanical art. So I think it's really beautiful to channel your creativity into sketching or painting your favorite flowers. And you can do this really outside of knowing about the flower fairies, but I think it's really beautiful to be inspired by Barker's own attention to detail and to her botanical accuracy. And I think another medium that I would encourage you to play around with is watercolours because to me watercolours are so beautiful to play around with in the summer. You can take them on your travels, you can take them outside and it just also adds that sort of delicacy and that flow to your work. So I'd love to know if you explore that one. The next suggestion I have for you is to get comfortable and to explore writing your own poetry or stories. So you can allow for the flower fairies to ignite your imagination and create your own poems or stories inspired by the magic of nature. So you might actually like to do this by encompassing all of the activities I've suggested so far. You could write stories about the flower fairy garden you create, or you can create stories based on your the beautiful botanical artworks you create. It can really be anything, but I think, and you can share it with people or you can keep it incredibly sacred and private, but I think encouraging yourself to write using the flower fairies as your guide will create really, really, really stunning things for you. And then the next suggestion I have is maybe one that involves other people and this is to host your own flower fairy tea party. So I think this would be so fun to do in summer because you can gather your friends and family for a whimsical gathering complete with flower fa fairy themed treats and decorations and you can maybe even have something like rose tea, floral teas that have different significant meanings for you. And in the June Whimsy World, my free e-letter, I actually gave a recipe for some fairy cakes that I adore. So if this isn't something that you receive, maybe you've just discovered my podcast today, please feel free to email me and I can always send any of the archives from Whimsy World. But in general, I'd love to see how you get on with this and I would love to see you really bringing the magic of the flower fairies to all your loved ones. So I hope that there is an activity here that you'd like to try this summer or winter, wherever you are in the world. If you try any, please, please, please send me photos and anything of your experience to my email that is linked in the show notes. Or you can find me sometimes on Instagram and my username is at blog. But ultimately, I think that beyond knowing the details for history, 
when we engage in activities inspired by the flower fairies, we can really just keep that spirit alive. And this is how we can pass on the joy they bring to future generations. So may the flower fairies continue to sprinkle their enchantment on us for years and years to come. And as our conversation comes to a close, I want to leave you with one of the flower fairy poems. And I chose this one because it is inspired by the flower for June, the rose. So this is called the Rose Fairy. Best and dearest flower that grows, perfect both to see and smell. Words can never, never tell half the beauty of a rose. Buds that open to disclose, fold unfold of purest white, lovely pink or red that glows. Deep, sweet, scented, what delight to be the fairy of the rose. I hope that you enjoyed the magic of the rose fairy. And if you want to be able to have an infusion of daily magic like this in your day, with more of these poems and their equally magical illustration, then I have one book for every season for you to win. So to enter this giveaway, and by the way, I thank you for staying to the end to hear about this, then all you need to do is sign up for Whimsy World, which is my free e-letter, and the link to do so is in the show notes below. So in case you don't know, Whimsy World is my monthly, highly personal free e-letter, full of exclusives I don't share anywhere else. It even features more bespoke giveaways like this and opportunities to receive physical letters and postcards. So if you'd like to be part of this and also have the ability to enter this Flower Fairies giveaway, then again, the link to sign up is below in the show notes and I would be so honoured to have you there. Just to note that if you are listening to this beyond June 2023, this is a time-sensitive giveaway and it ends on the 5th of July 2023 when the July letter will be sent. So there's tons more giveaways to be part of if you miss the deadline for this or you're only just exploring my work in the future. But if you are listening to this before the 5th of July 2023, please do enter and I cannot wait to welcome you into Whimsy World. If you're already part of Whimsy World, by the way, there is no need for you to do anything. You're already entered as part of being in Whimsy World. So it's super simple. You either are part of Whimsy World, there's nothing for you to do, or if you are yet to join, then you just sign up in the link in my bio. And with that excitement announced, to finish our celebration of our 100 years of the Flower Fairies, I think in summary, I just want to reiterate that they really are a true testament to the enduring power of imagination and to a deep-rooted connection to the natural world. As we've explored from the ancient mythology to Barker's iconic illustrations, the flower fairies have captivated generations, nurturing a sense of wonder and fostering a love of nature and reminding us that the beauty that lies within the intricate tapestry of life is found all around us. So as we celebrate 100 years of the Flower Fairies, let us honour Cicely Mary Barker's legacy and the magic she shared with the world. Through her art and poetry, she has certainly created a lasting enchantment that continues to captivate hearts and ignite our imaginations. 
Thank you so much for joining me for this very special episode of Enchanting Conversations and I hope you'll stay tuned for more wondrous episodes ahead. If you want to be in the know then you can subscribe and follow wherever you listen to podcasts and whilst you're there I would love for you to leave a meaningful review. Until our next conversation together or wherever we next connect, thank you again and again for being a vessel of whimsy, wonder and enchantment with me here. Your support is such a blessing and I cannot wait to be connected with you through all the ways in my show notes or through Whimsy World. Take such precious care of yourself and enjoy reveling in the flower fairy's magic. With all my love, Georgie. Thank you so deeply for listening to the Enchanted Conversations podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider rating this podcast and leaving a review through Apple or Spotify. You can also help this podcast reach more enchanted souls just like you by sharing this conversation with your loved ones. For even more enchanted living content and to deepen our conversations together, A world filled with even more beauty, magic, wonderment and enchantment awaits you at georgiexoexo.com. With love and infinite blessings, Georgie.